0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Amen, amen, amen. Won't you join me in a moment of prayer as we invite and invoke the blessed presence of our Father in this sanctuary. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are for this day, for this time of worship and praise. God, for giving us another day you're so worthy for giving us another hour to worship you we're so grateful so God have your way in this service move oh God from heart to heart oh God we ask that you allow us to worship you in spirit and in truth oh God have your way in this church manifest your power manifest your glory That there be nothing that hinders our worship and our praise to you, for you deserve all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Won't you stand to your feet as we now worship the Lord our God again. We welcome you to these 11 o'clock services to our live stream audience. We welcome you as well. This is the day that the Lord has made. We've come to rejoice and be glad in it. Also, this is Communion Sunday. We celebrate the sacrifice of our Savior, but we also celebrate the love of our God, who loved us so much to give us His only begotten Son. Won't you join us, declaring that He's all we need? You're all I
0: need.
1: Every breath you breathe, breath
0: breathe
1: you're all I.
2: Let the river flow. River flow
3: me. All, all I need. Every breath you breathe. Every
4: breath you breathe all I need. Let the river flow.
0: Hero. Hero.
1: Together, if you know you need the Lord, Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Listen, our deacons are getting ready to lead us in devotion. But Pat, there, there's a there's a old there's a old song, there's a old song, there's a old song, and it says the same thing, but it says it in a more traditional way. Um, it says, "I I need the Lord, I need the." Some of y'all know that.
0: Every
1: hour I need. Does anybody need him this morning? Oh, bless me
0: now, my Savior, my Savior. come, Can you say it again? I need yeah. the old
1: I need I wonder if you need him this morning. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, need I need you Lord. Oh.
4: Be blessed. I can see for those of you that are sitting in the audience, I know you are blessed because you're here this morning. This is our devotion. I'm Deacon Charles Irving. I'm your spokesperson. Brother Ryan Guy will be doing the scripture, Deacon Campbell will be doing the prayer. Brother Thornton will give us a song. Brother Ben Davis will do the responsive reading. And Brother Claude Wilson will come with the congregational hymn. Brother God.
5: Morning, church. I'll be reading the scripture. My understanding Scripture will come from Acts chapter 2, verses 22, and I believe 23. It reads as follows. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus and Dathras, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. a scripture for this morning. Thank you.
3: Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord God, you sit high and look low. Look upon us this day, oh, Lord God, while we praise you and glorify your holy and precious name, oh, Heavenly Father. Let your Holy Spirit be within us this day. Empower us to do your will, oh, Lord God. Thank you, oh, Lord God, for your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Redeemer. Strengthen us as we go forward this day in in the glory of you, O Lord God. Be in this service, O Lord God. Bless the preach man as he brings the word, O Lord God. Let us be hearers, not let us be doers, not be hearers of this word only, O Lord God. Now bless the sick among us, O Lord. Bless the ones that have been bereaved, O Lord God. The ones that don't know you are part of their sins, O Lord, look upon them right this day. We thank you, O heavenly Father. We We glorify your precious and holy name. With these blessings I ask in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. Perhaps you've been singing all week long, but we need to use your lungs this morning. Let them use you. Our congregation here this morning will be coming from, hold to God's unchanging hand. Come on, give me a hand, Pat hold to God's unchanging hand, God's unchanging hand.
5: For the people of God,
1: Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection.
4: Hallelujah. And will you join us this morning to sing our congregational hymn? There is power. That's it. In the blood. That's it. Still power. Two thousand years ago, still power. Yes.
1: In the blood. Closing hymn. Would you be free?
0: Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil the victory win? Wonderful power
1: in the blood. Everybody sing, there's power.
0: the blood
6: June the 24th through the 28th from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Sign up in the old fellowship hall or via the K Chapel app. All youth ages 6 and older are invited to participate in the upcoming General Missionary Baptist State Convention. The convention will be held July the 23rd through the 25th, and there are multiple opportunities and ways in which you can participate. Registration is, however, required and will close on June the 30th. Please see Sister Demetria Young and our Sister Margaret Williams for additional information and registration. Our very own Miss Kate Chapel and Miss Jackson District Rose Kenya Johnson will compete for the title of Miss Young People's Department on Wednesday, July the 24th. You may support Kenya by stopping by the Old Fellowship Hall and purchasing a lucky ticket to win an awesome household supply basket. The donation is only $5, however, you get three entries to win with that donation and the winner will be announced on Sunday. July the 21st you may also choose to simply make a monetary donation either way we thank you in advance for your continued support and prayers best wishes Kenya we know you're going to represent us well for more information please see sister Lenita Ballou or sister Valtresia Austin Be sure to keep all these dates in mind and please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events and to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family. Just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the submit info tab on the K-Chapel app but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week.
1: Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. Certainly we thank God for the just-made announcements. We do ask that you keep them all in mind and do govern yourselves accordingly we want to thank you for your prayers over the last week Uh, many of us are fresh back from baltimore maryland where we were able to participate in the national baptist convention congress of christian education for a full week it's been a full week amen but we thank god Uh, that it was a productive week and so to all of the delegates who traveled with us we thank you for your participation and we thank you k-chapel for praying for us our safe travels as well but while we were gone there were some amazing things happening uh, right here at k-chapel one of which uh, we're proud to announce this morning i think she may be here this morning olivia are you here olivia jones olivia there she is olivia stand up stand up stand up listen y'all olivia just published her first children's book Amen. There it is right there. And, and 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 I'm told I'm told it's a wonderful story about a young a young boy who's entering kindergarten and he has a special need, uh, uh, but he wants his friends to not only understand what that what that disability is, but he wants them to be his friend. And so it's about how to make friends with with children who have special needs, but recognizing that they're more than just their special needs, they are children, amen? And so thank you for for writing that book. And listen, if you want copies of it, you can go to Amazon and get a copy of that book. Uh, But also, I've already said, we're gonna get special copies of those books because we have an author here, we have an author in, uh, where's Brother Wilson? Brother Wilson's daughter uh, did a children's book as well. And this coming week is our summer reading program. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, for kids age kindergarten through fifth grade. And so if you have a kindergartner through a fifth grader, uh, you can bring that child here on beginning tomorrow for the summer reading program. Uh, if they're not registered already, just bring them tomorrow because we want to make sure uh, that during the summer that they don't get through that, that, that they get through the summer slump without losing uh, any of the reading skills that they've gained over the academic year. And so if you have a kindergartner through fifth grader, get them involved in the summer reading program. There will be age appropriate uh, books for all of the different age levels, uh, one of which will be I Want a Friend by our own Olivia, Olivia Sims Jones. God bless you, and congratulations uh, on on the first book in a series, I understand, a series of books. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen? Amen. Amen. We want to also ask that you keep in prayer. uh, Sister Angela Cooley, Sister Angela Minifield Cooley, uh, many of you know her by Minifield, uh, but she's uh, being ordained today up in Memphis, uh, Tennessee. So a lot of our members are are traveling to Memphis right now. That's why it's a little sparse in here, but they travel to be with her uh, during this special time. And so we want to ask that you keep her in your prayers as well uh, as she continues to be used by God. Uh, as the Lord sees fit. God is a good God. Amen. Also, keep in prayer uh, the Thickpin and Jones family, as well uh, as, as the Mamie Hanshaw, uh Thomas family, uh, as well as the Ian Jones uh, and, and Jackie Jones family, all of whom uh, have experienced bereavement in recent weeks, and they are in need of your prayers. But all of them send thank you notes to let you know that they are thankful for the many prayers that you have already uh, given and the many acts of kindness that you have already given to these various families. We love you all, and God will—we know, know that God will continue to wrap His loving arms around each of you. Amen. Amen. I think we do have a special emphasis. Uh, from uh, the program committee, Deacon Charles uh, Irving, God bless you, it's coming now.
4: morning again. I believe we have an anniversary celebration coming up. I think it's our second year anniversary. Could there be a correction? The reason I said is our second, because you know sometimes when you're here for twelve years, sometimes things start to get a little stale. But we do not have a stale pastor. He will never be stale. I know that. Because every Sunday he brings the message, and I mean he brings the message. So Our celebration will be July the 28th, which is the fourth Sunday. But leading up to our anniversary, we have a, we are doing something this year, we call it, we call it, uh, one second. (laughs) We call it Buckley's Night of Stars. We need some volunteers to help us carry on that program. You can sign up in the back. We have signed up going on after church today. But anyway, again, the media has portrayed this as a great story. I don't feel that I need to be up here, but I'm here because I was asked to be here. But you've been told the whole story about the anniversary. We expect you here July the 28th of this year to help us celebrate our pastor's 12th anniversary see you then we are we are asking the church for a meager amount of $50 if you can afford it please give your $50 we're asking every member to give $50 Uh, for those that can if you can do more we ask for more thanks again
2: Good morning, Kate Chapel. Listen, we recognize the fact that not all people here are members of this church, and if you're not a member of this church, we want you to stand now that we may recognize you. Will all visitors please stand? All visitors please stand. We're so glad to see you, and we are thankful that you chose Kate Chapel to worship with at this time. And before you leave, we pray that if you don't have a church home, that you would please consider us. And before you leave, we're going to give you something that you can only get here at Kate Chapel.
1: bless you. God bless you. At K Chapel we give for three reasons. We give for three reasons. We give number one out of obedience to God's word. We give secondly as a sign of our thankfulness to God who has given so much to us. But then thirdly we give because we want to see God do wonderful works through us and we believe that his kingdom is being built as we give cheerfully to our God. And so we invite you now to give as God has so prospered and so blessed you. This is our time of giving.
2: in response to your steadfast love as your son jesus transformed people's lives so may the lives of others be transformed through these gifts through our love and through our witness in christ's name we pray amen
1: god's word for god's people god bless you 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 you. amen amen listen uh, I was talking to Reverend Powell, and I realized uh, I, we we skipped over something. And so, what we'll do is what we'll do. And I know the deacons have already picked up on it, and the ushers have too, and and, and probably you have. Uh, we missed an offering. <laughs> yeah. And, and so and so and so, don't look. <laughs> Dad said, "That's all right. We're gonna come back." <laughs> Amen. What what we'll do is what we'll do is this. Because because I'm not sure I'm not sure how you may have given you may have given in this offering your regular tithes or you may have given thinking it was the benevolent offering. So here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do at the conclusion of service at the conclusion of service. If we will make we're going to have communion if you'll just make the baskets available in the vestibule. Okay. And as people leave as people leave we want you to give for a benevolent offering. Okay, or if you did not give your tithes, drop your tithes check in in as we leave. Okay, everybody with me now? Amen. Now, we trust you're going to do that. Amen. Amen. I don't want to work the ushers again and make them amen. Y'all do that now. Otherwise, otherwise, they're going to say, Reverend, we came up short this month, and it's your fault. Amen. (laughs) God bless you. So we'll make that available uh, in the vestibule. God bless you. Choir is coming. that name. Mm. Walls fall when I call that name. Sickness is healed when I call that name. Devils tremble when I call that name. Disease is pushed back when I call that name. problems don't have a chance when I call that name. When I call that name, storm clouds move out of the way when I call that name. When I call that name, I get a sense of peace. Maybe that didn't minister to you, but it it blessed me. When I call the name of Jesus, Mm, when I call the name, my God, my God, thank you, Lord, my God. Mm. Mm, when I call, when I call. I just feel better, walls fall down, enemies are scattered, I feel better y'all, when I call, when I call. Won't you stand to your feet? Won't you stand to your feet? What a blessing it is to see young people yeah. worship the Lord yeah. in freedom, and yeah. to know that it's all right to worship Him yeah. and to call. Listen, and if y'all let Him, call. they'll call His name. Call. My God, my God, my God, yeah. call His name. Y'all all right? Call. Is everybody all right this morning? Call. Do me a favor, look at your neighbor, ask your neighbor, you all right? Look look him in the eye, ask him good, you all right? Because the preacher about to preach, and I don't need no cold church up in here, making me work all this hard, amen, y'all, amen, y'all all all right? Amen, if they didn't say they was all right, amen, tell them, tell them you need to get all right now, you need to get all right, you need to get all right, you need to get all right, call his name, he'll make it all right. Call his name. Amen. Amen. Won't you say these words with me? I'm about to hear God's holy word concerning my life. My mind is focused. My ears are open. My heart is ready. My soul is thirsty. Now preach, preacher. I'm going to do the best I can. Join me in the book of Acts, Acts chapter number 2. Acts chapter number 2, Acts chapter number 2, beginning with the 22nd verse. There you will find these words recorded. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst. You yourselves also know him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. You have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be hailed by it. Join me in a moment of prayer, O God, our Father, who has called sinful men to speak forth the saving truth of your holy gospel. Help me now to be a faithful messenger to the people you've committed to my charge. Give me honest conviction, clear speech, and a pure intention to thy great glory and the salvation of souls. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen Amen. and amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject this morning. I I still believe. I still believe. I still believe. The world is changing. It seems almost daily. We live in a fast-paced culture that sways and shifts with the advancement of new technologies, the resurfacing of old philosophies, and the promulgation of pop theologies. The interesting thing, Daddy, though, is that the longer you live, the more you realize that much of what the world seems to be changing, you're really not seeing anything new. Rather, it's just new iterations of the same old thing believe that's why centuries ago, the writer declared there's nothing new under the sun. And so it should come as no surprise when I tell you that Christian doctrine is in need of faithful defenders, for we live in a day when the doctrines that Christians have believed for over two millennia are being tossed aside as irrelevant and irresponsible teaching in a modern pluralistic society. More and more, the church is being asked to loosen its moral grip on human interactions, to change its conclusions on biblical revelation, and to reconsider its position on theological interpretations. Christian doctrine as we know it today is charged as being, how should I say, old folk religion old folk religion that is out of step with today's world that values the creation more than the creator. It is out of rhythm with the cultural cadence that asserts personal privilege over personal sacrifice. It's out of sync with the digital communities that allow one to live multiple lives and therefore be many things to many people at the same time without ever being fully committed to any one truth, but rather committed to a reality of divided loyalties and in the face of such pressure of connecting to a new culture and remaining relevant and not offending anyone's truths or anyone's paths or anyone's choices christian doctrine is on the chopping block but what what might surprise you is is not that it's on the chopping block but who's holding the axe Because more and more, the pressure to assimilate is not a challenge coming from without, but rather, it is a charge being pushed from within. As an example, I want to share with you a few quotes from an interview published in the New York Times on April 20th of this year. First, I want to give you the quotes, and then I'll share with you the source. Quote number one, New York Times, April 20, 2019. Quote number one. I don't worship an all-powerful, all-controlling, omnipotent, omniscient being. That is a fabrication of Roman juridical theory and Greek mythology. Quote number two, I find the virgin birth to be a bizarre claim. It has nothing to do with Jesus' message. The virgin birth only becomes important if you have a theology in which sexuality is considered sinful. Quote number three. The pervasive idea of an abusive God father who sends his own kid to the cross so God could forgive people is nuts. Quote number four. I don't believe in a God who, because of prayer, would decide to cure your mother's cancer. And when the interviewer asks this person the question, what happens when you die, the answer is given, I don't know. There may be something, there may be nothing. My faith is not tied to some divine promise about the afterlife. Now, the interesting thing is that in these responses and in this rhetoric, this is not coming from one who we typically label as atheist or agnostic or unchurched unbelievers, but all of these quotes come from the president of Union Theological Seminary in New York. The president of Union Theological Seminary who has degrees from some of the nation's top divinity schools, now leading one of the leading seminaries founded in 1836 on the infallible word of God, says, in essence, that some of Christianity's basic doctrines are not central at all to faith in Christ or to belief in God. And she's not the only one with these kinds of positions. Another pastor of a prominent Baptist church in New York recently said before one of his sermons, quote, I'm not one of those people. There was a time when people in the pulpit would say, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to hell. That's insanity in many ways because that's not even what Jesus believed. The key is, do you believe in God? And whatever your path is to God, I celebrate that, end of quote. So even in the church... There is a weakening of theological knees and a buckling of basic doctrine that will certainly create a new shade of faith that resembles the truth and resembles Christianity and resembles godliness, yet, as Paul would say, denying the power thereof. And so on this Communion Sunday when we come together to observe the death burial and resurrection of our lord and savior when we gather around this table in remembrance of the atoning blood of our savior and the redemptive grace of our father when we come together and practice one of the two ancient ordinances of the christian faith i thought i thought i thought that i would share with you that in these changing and challenging and shifting times that your pastor still believes yeah. Call me old and outdated, but I still believe. Call me unenlightened and uninformed, but I still believe. It might seem out of date or out of touch, but I still believe. I still believe that God made man in his image and after his likeness. I still believe that God saved the world through the obedience of one man named Noah. I still believe that God spoke to Moses through a bush that burned that would not be consumed. I still believe that the Lord parted the Red Sea and allowed the children of Israel to walk on dry ground. I still believe that he blessed Abraham in his old age with the sun. I still believe that the Lord split the Jordan River when the priest stepped in. I still believe that God kept those three Hebrew boys from a fiery furnace. I still believe that God kept Daniel from being eaten by a pack of hungry lions. I still believe that he fed Elijah with a raven bird when the brook dried up. I still believe that Isaiah prophesied concerning the coming of the Messiah. I still believe what Joel said about the sons and the daughters of God prophesying. Yes, I still believe in God the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I still believe in Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Lord. I still believe that he was conceived of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead, and I still believe, call it mythical, call it mystical, I call it a miracle that he rose again on the third day morning. I still believe. I still believe That he ascended into heaven and now sits at the right hand of the Father Almighty. And the reason I believe, the reason I believe all of that is because of what I don't believe. Can I share with you three things I don't believe? Three things I don't believe will help you understand why I still believe. Number one, I don't believe that the Bible is just good literature. I don't believe. I don't believe that the Bible is just good literature. When, when I will admit, I will admit, I will admit, Dad, I will admit, Mama, that, that there was a time in my life when I enjoyed reading the Bible, not, not because of its theological uh, import, but because I liked how it sounded. It was good reading. I was an English major at Tougaloo and, and I was fascinated with the structure of the Bible. I studied it and it was intriguing to me the poetry of Psalms and the imagery of the Song of Solomon and the analogies of Revelation. As an English major, I was inspired by the extended metaphors in John's gospel who records Jesus saying, I am I am the door, I am the bread of life, I am the living water, I am the good shepherd, I am the light of the world, I am the vine, I am. As an English major, I, I read with great interest the anthropomorphic language used to personify God and to allow us to know more about him by describing him in ways that we understood ourselves. For For example, the scripture gives God human emotion, describing him as a jealous God. It describes to him human action when it says, and the Lord changed his mind. It gives him human features when it says, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open towards his cry. As an English major, I enjoyed reading the Bible as good literature. But one day, I read where Paul said, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works and there was something about that verse that brought me back to my training brought me back to Sunday school brought me back to vacation Bible school and reminded me that this Bible is way more than just good literature but it is good for living it's more than symbolisms and similes but it contains The Way to Salvation is more than metaphors and meter, but it is a message from God the Father Almighty. It's more than poetry and parallelisms, but it is the prophetic word of our Lord given to humanity. And this verse makes the point that the Bible is different from any other book that ever was written. It's more than just good literature, but it is the inspired word of God that is given to us not to study for its structure, but rather for us to structure our lives upon it. For Paul says it is profitable. Profitable. That means, young people, that means profitable. That means that this book is good for us. It's profitable. That means there's something good that you get from this book. What is the good that you get from it? Paul goes on and says, he tells us what the good is. He says it's profitable, first of all, for doctrine. Doctrine. In other words, the Bible is good for us to have a solid belief system, and I would that Christians, I would that Christians would understand that it's okay for you to believe what you believe. I'll let y'all wake up. I, I said it's okay for Christians to believe what you believe. You you don't have to be mean about what you believe, but, but you ought to believe what you believe and be willing to stand on what you believe and not back down from what you believe, be willing to articulate what you believe. Do I have a witness in the house? And I don't have to put down anybody else's belief, but I will stand up. Thank you, Dad. There, 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 there. There's a reason for us. And Paul says this word is good for doctrine, which means that there is good doctrine, but there is also bad doctrine. There is sound doctrine, but there is also unsound doctrine. And just because it comes, from someone who sounds good does not mean it's sound doctrine. Everything, everything, everything isn't right. Everything isn't good. And everything does not work. And everything won't last. And every God won't save. There's good doctrine and there is sound doctrine. And I know it's controversial in this culture to make such statements, but Jesus said, I'm talking about your savior now. Jesus said, I'm talking about the one we believe. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the father but by me. Now at some point, at some point, at some point, you got to believe that. That, that, that means that, that, that other paths and other ways are not sound ways to the Father. All right, all right. Y'all, y'all, y'all just intend... On making me work hard today. I got to preach at 3 o'clock and y'all just going to make this long and hard for me. Okay, all right, that's all right. I'm ready for you though, that's all right. Because this preacher still believes. This preacher still believes that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. The Bible says not only is, is the word of God good for good doctrine, but it is also good for reproof and correction. And this is why I believe some people want to take the Bible just as a good book, because when you read it as the inspired word of God, now it has more gravity. If it's just a good book, then you can put it on the shelf alongside of the other self-help books. But if it is more than just a good book, if it is the inspired word of God, that means that when I read, you shall not, that it means I've got to change my ways. I've got to do something with what this word says. It's not just good advice It's not just self-help, but it is the inspired word of God, which means I've got to conform to it rather than make it conform to me. I wish I had three or four folk in here who would say preach, preacher, because listen, what this means is I don't make this go along with my lifestyle, but I change my lifestyle to conform to what the word says. It's good for reproof and for correction. That means, that means, that means, that means, that means that when the Bible says that, that do you not know that that, that there's some folk who will not inherit the kingdom of God, it, it, adulterers and, and, and liars and, and thieves and, and fornicators and sexual immorality, uh, almost, all of that is listed. That, that means that I got to do something with that. I can't keep on lying. Y'all ain't talking to me here. I can't keep on cheating. I can't keep on stealing. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. I can't keep on living my own truth. In view of God's truth. Help me somebody. But I've got to change because this word is good for reproof and correction. Correction. Paul says it's good, and it's not just good literature. It's good living. But then there's another reason why I still believe. The second reason I still believe is because I don't believe, I don't believe that the apostles were great liars. I don't believe that the apostles were great liars. When when, when, when we get to this text in the book of Acts, Peter is preaching his very first sermon. This is his trial sermon preaches. And he's preaching before a massive audience of people. And interestingly, Peter does not seem to be buckling or breaking under the pressure of this crowd. In fact, he's standing boldly, declaring the name of Jesus Christ. And you've got to understand the significance of him preaching with such boldness because just 50 days earlier this is the same peter who said i don't know the man 50 days earlier this is the same peter who 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 when they said you were with him peter said it wasn't me just 50 days earlier this peter this peter cursed a little girl Because she said, you sound like him and you look like the one who was with her. And Peter said, nope, you got the wrong guy. But now he's preaching with boldness. And declaring, and look at what he says. He says, he says, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. You have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death. Because it was not possible that he should be held by it. Peter. Peter is looking them in the eye and saying, you killed him, but he's not dead. You crucified him lawlessly, but he now lives at the right hand of the Father. And he's doing so with courage and boldness. Now, please understand, it took a lot of boldness to do this because you'll see that later on in the uh, fourth chapter of the book of Acts uh, right around verse number 17 uh, you'll see that he continues to preach this is after they have healed a lame man and, and they're trying to figure out what to do with Peter and what to do with John and right around verse 17 it says but that it spread no further among the people let us straightly threaten them these are the high priests who have gotten together and said we gotta contain all of this Jesus talk he says let us threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name and they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus but Peter and John answered and said unto them whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than God judge ye for we cannot but help to speak the things which we have seen and heard I put help in there for myself because it just felt right for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen or heard Peter and John said listen listen uh, if if you're going to threaten us threaten us if you're going to jail us, jail us. If you're going to beat us, beat us. If you're going to kill us, kill us. But, but, but as for us, we can't help but to tell you what we have seen and what we have heard for ourselves. We, we're not telling you something that somebody told us. We walked with the man. They, Peter says, I walked with him and I saw him open blinded eyes. I saw him turn water into wine. I saw him walk on water. I saw him bless bread and break it and bread come out of bread and fish come out of fish. I saw him rebuke the wind and the waves and calm the sea. I heard him declare, I am the son of God. I heard him say of himself, I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the vine and ye are the branches. He said, And because I've seen it and heard it for myself, I can't help but to tell it. And I wish I wish somebody here would declare and decree that if you know that God has done something in your life that despite whatever threats that somebody might give, I can't help but tell you how good God has been in my life. I can't help but tell you he's been a way maker. I can't help but tell you the doors that he's opened in my face. I'm sorry if it makes you feel uncomfortable, but I can't help but to tell you God has been good to me. I've seen it and I've heard it for myself. Yes. Yes. And they were willing you, to risk yes, being jailed, yes, being beaten, yes, being killed yes, to keep preaching yes, sir. that name. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, when I call that name, That name, the apostles were willing to die just to keep calling that name. They were willing to put their everything on the line just to keep preaching that name. The reason I believe is because I don't believe they were lying. I don't believe they were lying when they talked about who he was because they had seen it for themselves and they were willing to die for it third reason i still believe Uh i'm through the third reason i still believe is because i don't believe i don't believe that jesus was a galilean lunatic i I don't believe that jesus was a galilean lunatic now some no doubt thought that in his ministry, Jesus had become unhinged. Well, well, Some thought that Jesus had become unbalanced, yeah, yeah. that he was a little yeah. off. You, Amen. Yeah, yeah. Because after all, this, this, this man came from yeah, yeah. a little town called Nazareth. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knew, yeah, yeah. Can't nothing good come out of Nazareth and yet this man said of himself I'm the son of God clearly they they thought something must be not all together with this man he 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 said not only am I the son of God he said but if you've seen the son you've seen the father so, so now this, this man from Galilee is equating himself to the almighty God. Surely something's wrong with, you, with this man. Not, not only did he say, if you've seen the son, you've seen the father. But he said, the son and the father are one. I hear you, he said, I'm one with the father. I am in the father. And if you are in me and I am in you, then you are in the Something had to be wrong. With, with, with this guy, he, he had to be a little off, a little off in his thinking. And, and, and it not only did the others think it, but, but his own family started to think it. For yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Bible says that there was one day when he was preaching and, and teaching the people and, and his mother and his brothers came to see him. Y- y'all read it. He said came to see him. They wanted to pull him aside and have a conversation with him. And, and word got to him and said, your brothers are outside. And Jesus said, hold up. Who are my brothers? They said, "Only, oh, don't, 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 don't come with with this brother stuff because I know they're trying to pull me off of my mission. They think something's wrong with my thinking." But I'm glad this morning that Jesus knew who He was, and because He knew who He was, I know who He is. All throughout Scripture, Jesus is directly or indirectly making claims about his sonship and his divinity. He calls himself the light of the world. He He says that he is the true vine, the good shepherd, the bread of life. He says that he is the door to salvation. One with the father, the one who forgives sins. He even claims to be savior and Messiah. That is what Jesus says. About himself, and because he knew who he was, and I'm through. I know who he is, and I've lived long enough now that you can't sway me on who he is. I know there are a lot of theories and a lot of theologians who come in with the new ideas about how we interpret his sonship some are discrediting the very gospel itself as being something that cannot be absolutely trusted for its veracity but I still believe and I've lived long enough to understand what the old church means when they used to say you can't make me doubt him cause i know too much about him i still believe what do you know about him preacher i know him to be a bridge over troubled water i still believe i know him to be a buckler and a shield i still believe i know him to be, and him to be bread for the hungry and water for the thirsty I still believe I've known him to be a comforter and a sustainer and I still believe in the Lord all right today I say I known him to be a provider and a protector and I still believe in the Lord All right. I've known him to be a father and a friend and I still believe is there anybody here who can testify today that he's been peace for the trouble, he's joy for the broken, he's hope for the desperate, he's strength for the weakened, and he's life for the empty he's a healer for the sick he's a load lifter for the burden he's a mind regulator for the confused is there anybody here who can testify today that god is everything i need him to be in the lord the songwriter say he's a way maker he's a miracle worker he's a promise keeper he's a light in the darkness is there anybody in here who can testify today i still believe you can't make me doubt him i know too much about him i know he will i know he will i know he'll hold my hand i know he'll fight for me I know he'll feed me, I know he'll protect me, I know he'll push me, I know he'll encourage me, I know he'll lift me, I know he'll hold me, I know he'll console me, I know he'll comfort me, I know he'll keep me, I know he will, is there anybody in here who knows he will, say yes, say yes. I still, I still believe. I, I. He's done too much for me to act like there might be some other alternatives. He's brought me out too many times for me to act like somebody else could have done it. He's made a way too many days for me to act like it was just a coincidence. I still believe. And since I believe, I'm just going to keep holding to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand to my God's son. You ought to hold to his hand.
0: My God, you ought to be eternal.
1: You ought to hold to God's changing hand. The doors of the church are open. Everybody ought to hold to His
0: hand. Keep on holding to God's changing
1: hand. You ought to hold. The doors of the church are open. You can come now. God if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you come now. If you don't have a church room to call your own, you come now. Yeah, you are a whole,
0: whole to God, unchanging hand. Time is filled, time, time. Time is filled, will transition. Not of earth, on, on earth, I knew Him. Feel your hope, eternal. Hope. eternal. You ought to hold, hold to God's in hand.
1: Come on, everybody, say Everybody ought to
0: hold, hold to, to His hand.
1: Keep on holding. God's, God's unchanging,
0: unchanging. hand. Come on, everybody. You ought, ought to hold to his hand. His hand. To my God's. God's unchanging hand. You ought to be your home. Oh, no. You ought oh, to hold. hold to God's unchanging hand. Everybody ought to hold to his hand. Hold to God's God unchanging hand, and you are to hold oh to His hand. To my God, Go Draw the is open Feel your hopes and Thanks, eternal. Thanks, eternal. Keep on holding hold, to holding hold the God, holding to God, holding in the, the God. Come on, come on, everybody, hold on, hold. His hand in changing times God unchanging hand keep holding to hold to his hand God hope and eternal you are a whole My heart's uh, unchained, hey. you ought to be, be- your hope oh. And eternal, you ought to hold to God in hey.
2: hey Amen. I'm going to ask Mr. Bale to stand. He's coming as a candidate by baptism. Amen. That means that you believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that he died for your sins and you believe that God raised him from the dead. Amen. That is all that is required. I'm going to ask that you will go with Sister Foster, that you be scheduled for your orientation classes. God bless you. others are coming for prayer. I'm going to ask you to take the hand of the person next to you. And let us pray. Most gracious father we come now thanking you for the blessing of another day. We come standing in the gap oh lord for those who have come for prayer. Each with their own situation and circumstances lord each with their own song to be sung. Father, one's coming for prayer for surgery. And Father, we don't have to worry because we already see you as a doctor. We know that you can take control of a surgery room. Master, we ask, Lord, that you would just wrap your loving arms around these others. Father, you know their situation and circumstances. You know what's on their heart. Father, we ask that, oh, Lord, that you would just attend to it right now. Do it, Lord. Do it right now. Even with the smallest of your fingers, oh, Lord, we ask, oh, Lord, that you would do it now. But, Father, we love you and we need you. We ask that you continue to keep your loving arms around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. 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 to center our attention and focus our hearts on this sacred meal of remembrance, meal that Jesus gave new significance and meaning to, round table with his disciples. He took bread and took the cup, and he asked that this would be done in remembrance remembrance of his sacrifice remembrance of his blood and his body so we come this morning still believing that his blood has cleansing power still believing that his sacrifice once and for all takes care of the sins of humanity forever. We come to this table believing that his body and his blood is what made the difference in our lives. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are for this time of memory and meal-taking. Lord, we pray that as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup that we would be reminded of the awesome sacrifice and the awesome grace. Grace of the Father and the sacrifice of the Son. Lord, that we would not let such sacrifice go in vain. But since you loved us enough to die for us, let us love you enough to live for you. Shine your light from heaven upon us. If you find anything that should not be, you have our permission. Take it out. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Let's break bread together.
1: took bread, break it and blessed it and said take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you likewise in the same manner he took the cup and blessed it saying this is the blood of the new testament which is shed for the remission of sin so often as we do this we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again let us drink together When they had sung the hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. This afternoon at 3 p.m. Also on next Sunday, next Sunday we will be in Greenville, Mississippi, at 3 p.m. Uh, at the First New Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, we need we need as many of you to go as can. At 11 o'clock, we will abbreviate the service somewhat so that we'll have enough traveling time to get to Greenville at 3 p.m. That's the First New Hope Missionary Baptist Church in Greenville. That's next Sunday at 3 p.m. Thirdly, thirdly there are. Uh, again, thank you, thank you. Ushers are available for uh you to drop your donations, your offerings in since we did not have that second offering. If you need to give for benevolence or for tithes, amen. They are ready to receive those offerings. Amen. Finance committee sent me a message and said, Reverend, we light, we light back here. Amen. So y'all make sure you do your your obligations this morning. God bless you and God keep you. Now may the grace of God. In the sweet communion of His Holy Spirit rest, ruth, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace.